the college football experience week three preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The college football experience B side. This is where, I mean, I shit. I think Patty C was supposed to chug the beer on the B side here. Anyway, uh, look, we're we're diving into these games. Next up, we got North Texas taking on UNLV. This should have been a weekday game. Damn you, Mountain West. Put this on Thursday. Put this on Wednesday. We want to watch this, just not on a Saturday when there's three thousand other good games going on. North Texas catching points in Vegas. Are they going to use that slot machine turnover chain thing they got going? Um, I, I think wrong team's favored. Give me North Texas plus two and a half in Vegas. NC Nick, what are you doing here? I'm gonna go on the other side. Actually, I mean, at this point, I like I don't know what to make of North Texas. They've had a very up and down start to the season, but at least UNLV's close loss to Cal last week has me believing a little bit and the fact that they're at home has me leaning in that direction. Give me UNLV. Patty C, what are you doing here? Uh, I don't know. Allegiant uh, is the Death Star a home field advantage that's going to make a difference no, for no. Uh, UNLV? The Death Star is terrible. They should be playing this one at Sam Boyd Stadium. I miss old Sam Boyd Stadium. Uh, while keeping it close against Cal is impressive. Like we mentioned before, a lot of teams are able to do that. North Texas has been more impressive to me. I am riding the mean green. All right. Next up, Tulane, the green wave. Michael Pratt and his golden locks. Mm. Patty C's got half a chub just talking Tulane. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they head into the, the little apple to take on Kansas State. <laughs> K State's laying 14 and, the, and, the, and a little half. chub. <laughs> K State's laying 14 and a half. It's too many points. Give me Tulane. And you know what? Man, I like this. It's. No, I'm not. I'm probably going to remove that lock. Um, I was going to lock it up, but I think for I think I like it. It was like 17 or 16 and a half. I liked it a lot more than. Uh, give me Tulane though, plus four, plus 14 and a half. Patty, Tulane has beat up on uh, UMass and Alcorn State to the tune of 94 to 10 combined. Meanwhile, uh, Kansas State it just beat uh, Missouri by 28. The spread is 14. I yeah. think I'm going to ride K state here and you know what? I'm going to lock that. Oh, oh. I'm going to lock that. I'm going to lock against the handsome Michael Pratt. It's a, it is a special day. Patty C lock it up. Adrian Martinez and company lay in the 14 doubt and Willie Fritz and the slamming hot daughter, right? Mm-mm-mm. All right. NC Nick, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, we've seen this line come down a couple points, but I was thoroughly impressed with K State's win over Mizzou. 
Look, they held Mizzou to just two field goals until the final play of the game where Missouri finally got a touchdown in order to, to, to get their total up to 13 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we, we know Deuce Vaughn is legit, but the defense, it can't say defense. I've been impressed. I don't know why you're so confident in Tulane. They were shitty last year. I mean, yeah, we all expect them. To I'm be a little surprised this at this too. I mean, we, uh, we expected them to be better this year. Yes. Cool. But beating Elk Alcorn state and UMass. Okay. Give me K state. No, I like what Tulane did. And I think they were a lot better than what they were last year. I thought last year you look at the record, they almost won in Norman. They had their offensive line, a lot of injuries on the O line. They sucked on the offensive line. I think line. they're a lot better this year. And I think they'll be able to cover this spread. I think I'm look, I'm on K state on the over as one of my locks. K State's going to get the win, but they also K State doesn't throw the ball, so I think they're going to play into Tulane's hand. Tulane's weakness last year was their pass defense, uh, so I think it's kind of a nice matchup based off of that. And you know, I did finish first place last last week on tally site with a couple hundred people, a couple hundred people <laughs> oh, okay, on there. So okay. you know, I mean, hate to hate Throw to talk to you. No, I only called. I guess, only, what, I guess oh, what he says goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only called for uh, five double digit dogs on the money line. Oh, so now he's getting you know, cocky. Now this is another one. Maybe fuck it. Maybe should I throw one here? Should hey, I throw one here? Throw it in the air and see how it works out. Look, <laughs> I am officially titling this game the Little Chub at the Little Apple. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Next up, Penn State. Heads to Auburn, Alabama. Patty C still thinks Auburn's going to win a national championship with Brian Harson. Uh, Penn State's laying three currently. War Eagle, or are you going uh, James Franklin and Sean Clifford? Mm. Uh, I'm on Penn State minus three, and I'll be honest, this is a fringe lock for it me. It is a fringe lock. I am considering locking this thing. So listen to the Saturday morning show because I think this one might be a lock as well. Uh, I mean. San Jose State beat uh, uh, Portland State by four and only no, lost. And that to Auburn. was like the final play of the game. Yeah, yeah, and only lost at Auburn by eight. They were winning at halftime against Auburn. Yeah, yeah, Auburn. I'm sorry, I, I was wrong on that one. I, they're probably not going to hit the over. Florida looking good though. Um, are they? Are they? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. <laughs> Although Kentucky, Kentucky, let's be honest, has has vastly improved. Um, Maybe both aren't good picks. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I think Penn State is the clear pick. You're right. It's fringe lock worthy. Nick? I don't know, guys. For some reason, I'm on Auburn here. I mean, I just think Penn State pulled out that road win out of their ass against Purdue. Yeah, look, I mean, Sean Clifford threw the interception, which which put him in a bad situation to begin with. But also, don't forget about that like 60 yard play to the tight end with like yeah, no time remaining at the end at the end of the first you, half. You, you can admit it. You lucked up, and I I got I had terrible luck what on I that play. What I am is that I don't think Penn State <laughs> is good enough to win both at Purdue and at Auburn. I think uh, the luck catches up with them here. Give me the home team. Home War dog. Eagle. War Eagle. Uh, all right. Next up, BYU heads to Oregon in a critical game. BYU currently catching three and a half points. In Eugene, this is the best game of the weekend. In the Aqueduct, what are you doing here? The Aqueduct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, this one's a little bit scary. I think it's potential letdown spot after beating BYU or Baylor in an emotional game last week. Can their week? kicker make a field goal? <laughs> Let me tell you, I was with Stacking the Money Green in the sports book and Real Money Kramer, and uh, I mean that 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 game was what just was the spread on that one last week? Bonkers. That was three. And B, uh, BYU or BYU minus three. Favorite. Yeah, they got it done. Um, I'm on BYU plus the points. I still don't trust Oregon. I don't know how they got ranked. 
Uh, yeah. And shout out to Dryden. Dryden was in the chat too, or I'm sorry, not in the chat in the sports book too. Uh, sweating out that game with us. He's a um, beaver guy, right? He is a beaver guy. Okay. You know, uh, he, he, he always, does. let's be honest here. <laughs> he's where's my, where's my sound job. Nice. Nice beaver. beaver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking the points. What are you doing here, Nick? I'm going to lay him. Actually. I, I think the injuries catch up to him. I think with, uh, uh, Gunnar Romney and Puka Nuka, whatever the name, the name is, <laughs> getting a little I, I, racist I, over there. <laughs> no, Nakua, on. Nakua, like, buddy. Puka Nakua. Okay, I'm yeah, sorry. There you go. Well done. Uh, either way, I think. I mean, dude, down your top two receivers. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I haven't heard the status yet this week, but I think that catches up to him. I think on the road in Eugene, coming off a big win where they were kind of fortunate to pull that out. Give me Oregon. Patty, the hook, the hook is what gets me BYU. Look, I think they money line it. I'm calling it right now, but uh, I think the hook is makes it, makes it a kind of an easy plus bet. one thirty five on the money line. All right. Just, just so you guys know, two games in a row, you got home uh, away teams going into Eugene and Jordan hair. Yeah, fair enough. Let me, let me point that out, guys. Let me point yeah. this out. Jaron Hall should be on the fucking trip to Manhattan at the end of the year because he's that fucking good. Mark my fucking words, Jaron Hall. I don't know if he will be in Manhattan at the end of the year, but he's a damn good player. Maybe he'll be in the he's hall. Baller, but in general, you might not get rich fading away teams in those two environments. True. Overall, but you could argue that if you would have took Marshall on the money line in App State, which I did. That was College Station in South Bend. All right, all right. <laughs> this guy's getting cocky. We need to knock him down to earth. I'm gonna get take- a little testy. A little yeah. testy. How you guys doing over there? You guys take. You guys ever take a double digit dog? Patty sees like a, I'll I'll play this one on the money line. It's a two and a half point spread. Three right? and a half. Three right, whatever. And a half. Right? Calm down. Fucking bold, bold, bold Michael Pratt guy over here. Um, hey, are you money lining it? Who? No, because you're a little bitch. BYU. No, because I don't trust that shit. Yeah. All right. Well, when BYU wins, I got, I'll be talking to I'll you. Money, I'll money line this one though. Georgia Southern heads to, I don't know what is this called, uh, Pediatric Stadium or some <laughs> shit like that in Birmingham, right? Uh, to take on UAB. Georgia Southern's getting twelve and a half points Look, plus three fifty. He comes around to Clay Helton. All of a sudden, he's a huge Clay Helton fan. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened to this hey, program? Done. It. I bought it. I admitted he's my got wrongdoing. That offense cranking. I admitted my wrongdoing. Kyle Van Trees. Shit. He's he's the, the next Buffalo transfer. Man. He's the next Broadway Joe. You're a I you're am. a turncoat. He spends all season shitting on Georgia Southern. <laughs> For ditching the triple option, and then two <laughs> weeks into the season, he's all I'm. I love Clay Hilton. I don't so, love him. Does this line kind of smell to you? Like, like it does. I'm, ta- I'm taking does. the points. I locked it up, but it's almost like, <laughs> is there a letdown? Is it letdown city? Well, well I don't get. I get the rain cold. Could I'm be. locking it up too. Could though. be letdown city. Look, I play the percentages. It smells. You're right. It completely smells into the wind. This is one of those Courtney love vagina games. And um, I still think though, we chance it. We chance it. We go Patty C. Are you locking this one up with us? You know, I always say, fuck the smell, you know, (laughs) (laughs) fuck the smell. I'm diving in. Even if it smells. Okay. That's been a, uh, since college, I've lived by those, (laughs) that theory. Okay. So so we're going Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern plus 12 and a half.
shop to your drought customers. Woo. Let's go. Next up, Ole Miss travels down to Bobby Dodd. All right, this is the first game at Bobby Dodd. Although Georgia Tech somehow has played a home game, what a crock of shit, ACC. Anyway, uh, they're catching sixteen and a half. Jeff Sims. Some say he's better than Phil Sims. Um, what are you no, doing here? <laughs> I'm taking the sixteen and a half. Uh, I'm going. Let's go. Yeah. Go rambling wreck. Mm, really? They, you know, in this same stadium, they won two hundred twenty-five to nothing one day. 2022. Sorry, Let's sorry. not uh, overhype that. What what is giving you the idea that uh, Georgia Tech is going to cover it? Is it their big win against Western Carolina uh, against Clemson? Who you who think is they uh, got a their future... ass kicked by 31 points? Uh, that's a little misleading though. They Clemson dressed that up a little bit. Meanwhile, Ole Miss beats a decent Troy team, a one and one Troy team, 28 to 10. Right? <laughs> that's still. And they beat Central 18, Arkansas by 56 points. points. And this is Ole Miss against fucking uh, Georgia Tech. The spread sixteen and a half. They get at least they cover by at least seventeen. Mm. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, I mean this this line has jumped up big time. When it opened, it was at ten and a half, and I jumped all over Ole Miss up to what sixteen and a half now. Yeah, like I mean, GT not high enough. Decent. They look decent enough against Clemson. I don't know what Kiffin is doing with the quarterback situation down there. You got Altmaier, you got Dart. He's going back and forth between the two. I think at 16 and a half, I think I'm going to take the points. Take them, buddy. Let's go. Let me just interject here and say I think Nick has weathered this alcohol situation pretty well. He's coming in, he's stabilized, and you're doing great right yeah, now. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode, I was like, this motherfucker is yeah. not going to make it. He needs it. a Sunbelt shotgun. He needs a Sunbelt <laughs> shotgun yeah. over shotgun there. Shotgun a beer and get back to where you were, buddy. <laughs> this is like the uh, aluminum can. <laughs> there you go. That's, that, be tough. that's the soberizer right there. <laughs> no, uh, that, that the 24. Oh, shotgun in a 24 would be fucking impressive. Never yeah. seen it done. Dude, he bought Dude. that from the hotel little store. That's like $30 right there. Right. He bought a, he bought a Michelob <laughs> Ultra for $30. Dude, it's on uh, the company Amex, buddy. There Boom. you go. There you go. Uh, next up, this game's great because not only we forgot to mention this with Texas A&M's, uh, you know, little douchebag rally they did at, at midnight on Friday night. Um, <laughs> App State not only won and dominated them the whole game, they stole College Game Day from them. College Game Day was supposed to be going to College Station, and because of that, they now moved the game. They said, "Fuck yes you. to Boone, North Carolina, where they were just shitting on Boone, North Carolina." Well, guess what? All of America is going to be watching Boone, North Carolina, Man. Saturday morning when Troy comes in to Appalachian State. The Sun Belt is the is the best conference in college football, baby. I dare Bama to play on the road at the Sun Belt. All right, you, you play college game. You day. play at a five and seven Texas team, and you win on some bullshit calls. Come play at in Boone, baby. All right. Troy at Appalachian State. Troy's catching 12 and a half. I'm a little bit concerned that App State might have been partying all week in Boone. I've been to Boone. I got fucking married right outside of Boone. There you um, go. I'm sorry. You're going to bet against Boone then? Uh, no, I'm going to take App to win. There you, well, but the 12 and a half? No. Buddy, give me Troy. Give me Troy in the points. They've been partying. Be the first time ever. Every, every time ECU had a gigantic win. The next week they were a little flat because they've been doing thirty fucking Jaeger bombs all fucking day <laughs> every day since then. Uh, give me Troy plus the points, Nick. Yeah, I mean, App State has owned this series lately. Last three years, forty-five to seven, forty-seven to ten, and forty-eight thirteen. But I do believe there's extra pressure when game day comes into town. 
and they are celebrating that big win. Ultimately, they get it done and get and get the win. But Troy is better this year. I'm gonna go ahead and take the points. I think it's a little bit closer than expected. App wins like 38-28 or something. Trojan man, what are you <laughs> doing we here, Patty? More C? SEC upset or uh, uh, Sun Belt upset Magic and them uh, cannibalize themselves. But Could it be that Sun Belt of a yeah, situation? Troy is they, in the Sun Belt. Um, no, this is the biggest. Uh, I guess spotlight Boone has ever had as a city and app state is going to go out and throttle them. They've done it. Like uh, they have in the past few years, like Nick said, and this is only more of a reason to do that. Give me the Mountaineers, which is only going to lead to them getting their ass kicked by JMU next week. Oh, there we go. Shout out to the chat. Let's move it along too. Yeah. I was going to say chat Don play relax, buddy. One at a time, man, (laughs) we will go. We yeah. will go through each game chronologically, and uh, we're at what? Like a? Are we at the three thirty tip now, or something? Or yeah, you know, kicking off yeah. right now. So we're into that. We're into that. We've we're, been talking we're not about on it. demand. We're not going to just jump into a game. We will go in order of what time <laughs> they play. Well, we kind of are on demand. If you if you uh, youtube.com slash the college experience, you can watch us talk about anything. Um, uh, next up, Vanderbilt heads to DeKalb. Shout out, look, Vanderbilt's the only SEC team with balls to go play a group of five on the road. I guess well, yeah, Vanderbilt went to Hawaii, right? Now they're going to DeKalb. Sign me up for what Vanderbilt's doing. All right. I guess Missouri did it a little while ago, but they went up to Wyoming and took an L. Um Vandy's actually a two and a half point dog currently. Mm. Against Rocky Lombardi. How much stock do you put in uh, Wake Forest having Sam Hartman back and just being that much? Uh, I how actually thought Vandy, think- Vandy's been kind of impressive this year. Yeah, up until yeah. last game. Mark Lee's doing a good job. With that they said, did get their ass kicked though. With by- that said, the fans show up in DeKalb. Yeah. Gosh, this game's tough though. You know what? Give me Vandy because I, I have I have Northern Illinois plus a point earlier in the week, but that thing has changed a lot. Two and a half. Shit. Give me Vandy. Give me Vandy plus two and a half. Nick. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. I've I've been picking Vandy pretty much every week this year. I, for some reason I want them to clear that bar because I want, I had them going over two and a half wins and this is a big one for it. Uh, Yeah. This is a critical game for the over on Vanderbilt. Mike Wright did not have a good game against wake forest. Uh, I hope he bounces back here. It's going to be a wild game. I don't think it's a blowout like a, you know the the Hawaii game or what. Actually, that Elon game wasn't even a blowout. But I'm gonna lean Vandy, but I'm staying far away. And, and Joe Hackney's right in the chat. I'm switching. Give me Northern Illinois. I Thank can't go you. against my you boys spent in the DeKalb. whole fucking uh, <laughs> summer telling me how lit of an uh, environment this no, is. No, it's the best home environment in the MAC. Okay, so that being yeah. a factor, and the other factor, I like portly coaches and. Uh, Thomas Hammock has a nice little rotund belly, so I can't vote against that. We're going Northern Illinois here. Minus two and a half. Uh, all right, next up, Colorado, the Buffaloes. I can't even play the Buffalo song because they suck ass so much. They suck ass so Pretty much. Embarrassing. They they're heading to Minneapolis. PJ Fleck gonna row the boat right down their fucking throats. They're laying 27 and a half. Who's coming with I'll, me? I'll do it. I'm, I'm laying the 20. Uh, this After is a I locked against them and then yeah. I locked for them. I'm riding them. Yes. <laughs> you were, are we all, are we all locking this Nick? Oh man. What Minnesota won 30, nothing last year. And they're better this year. 
This is the back end of back-to-back road games for Colorado coming off a triple option game. All right. I'm in. There it is. Yes. Boom. There we go. My buffs. I locked the win total under three and a half. Let me tell you this. It already hit when they lost to TCU and air force shop to you drop customers. Get in. <laughs> All right. A blue light special going on on the Mississippi river <laughs> in Minneapolis. Everyone's rowing that fucking boat. Uh, next up, New Mexico State. Uh, man, one of my one of my locks on the over. Yeah, I'm getting a little nervous over here as they head to Camp Randall. <laughs> they will be jumping around, but hey, I would say this: Paul Christ, not very impressed with Paul Christ over the past couple of years. Yeah, they've kind of yeah they've fallen off. Become, they've fallen off a little bit. Instead of the old 10-11 win team, they're now a nine. Yeah, pa- nine win. Patty C, you locked up New Mexico State plus thirty-seven and a half at Minnesota. <laughs> Do you have the courage to lock it up? You only lost by a half a point. It was 38. Do you have the courage? Do you have the courage to lock it up in Madison house of pain? Jump around. I'm not touching this. I can't, I can't rely on Wisconsin at all. And fuck, fuck New Mexico state. I'm never betting on them again. Uh, all right. Next up after that, we have the Kansas Wait, Nick. What'd you, what'd oh, you do Nick, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm taking the points to I suppose. No, I, 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 I took Wisconsin. I took Wisconsin, man. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm taking the points. Okay. I, I don't like it. I'm not going to bet it, but that's my lean. Yeah. Uh, next up. <sighs> it's easy to see a tide turn. Patty C. Kansas is 2 0. <laughs> They're heading to Houston, Texas. Mm. They're catching 10 points. This is easy. In Houston, Texas. All right. This is really easy. Let me tell you something. I don't give a shit if it's chalky. I don't give a shit that everyone I see now is, 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 is jumping on this bandwagon. I remember who was in line first. All right. No. And it was fucking picked on D. I'm all right. Listening to uh, Andy Staples podcast. And he's saying Stuart Mandela has been uh, on Kansas since this <laughs> summer. I'm like, Colby dad's been on Kansas for yeah, fucking two yeah. summers. Fuck you, Andy Staples. <laughs> there I said it. And Stuart Mandel. Who the fuck is Andy Staples? Boom. This guy roasted. Work, is this a guy named Andy that works at Staples? <laughs> That's right. Right. Um, either either or it doesn't matter. Kansas plus ten money line play. Welcome to the fucking land down under where Leopold is the real deal. Leopold, Leipold. I don't give a fuck. Leipzugchen. I don't know. Leipzugchen. Come on, <laughs> Nick. What are you doing? I think it's almost too obvious. I'm with you. We talked about this in the, the uh, DFS show last night. I, I'm all about, dude. I was the only one that locked up Kansas plus 13 at WVU. Of course I'm locking up plus 10 at, at Houston. Definitely. Let's go Houston. Two games, two overtimes. Do we see more of the same against Kansas? Probably it's close. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a game. It's that gonna be a said, game. Uh, I don't think you're uh, within nine and a half if you're going to overtime. So mm. give me Kansas. And you know what? I, Colby has convinced me. I'm locking Kansas. <laughs> oh, double lock. Boom. We're just waiting on NC Nick over there. Yes, I said triple lock Kansas. Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't hear the lock part. My my apologies. Lock it up, Jayhawks. Rock chalk, baby. All right. In the name of John Riggins. In the name of Gail Sayers. <laughs> in the name of June Henley. We're going there. Kansas plus ten. Let's go. Next up, ULM is catching 49 and a half at Bama. You know, it wasn't that long ago ULM won at Bama against it was Nick pretty Saban. Long ago. 
<laughs> it was like a lifetime ago almost. Well, Nick Saban, I actually I don't know this to be true. Because I don't know if they put ULM back on the schedule. I have a feeling they did. I was gonna say ULM one and oh against Bama and Nick Saban, yeah, but I think they probably then. played since then. Either way, ULM has been to Tuscaloosa. They've done, you know, great things there in Tuscaloosa. That is why I am taking the 49 and a half. Patty C. You never bet against a Bowden in a big game, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, they Is that usually, like one of the like, the uh, you know the the must uh, always listen, always go by that. That's right. That's Is right. That it's all a, like the Mount Rushmore of 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 of, of rules to live by. Yes, of course. Louis, Louisiana against a Bowden in a big game. I love it. <laughs> That's right. right. Louisiana Monroe, 49 and a half. I think Alabama's up 55 to nothing at halftime, but Louisiana Monroe covers on the backdoor cover because Nick Saban, much as we hate him as evil as he is, is a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what are you doing? I'll take the points. There we go. Next up Colorado state heads to, to Pullman, by the way, Oregon's one and one with their one win against Eastern Washington. Texas A&M's one and one, and they lost to the team that's behind them. And no one, and this is what I mean. This is, and it's so obvious. If you follow college football, it is so obvious. Uh, Washington State's two and zero. They just went to Madison, Wisconsin, and won, and they get zero fucking love. It is disgusting. The sport is is as as great as we love all these traditions that have been happening forever. It's disgusting. That no one gives them fucking well, love. This is definitely part of the tradition, right? That's here. what I'm saying. It, it's yeah. It, it yeah. You're right. Dating yeah, right, that yeah. from the, uh, a few years ago, them going ten and two, and Florida going nine and three, and uh, Florida playing yeah. two FCSs. And like, what more do you have to do? Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Birth over. Uh, teams. Wisconsin was number seventeen in the nation last last week. Yeah, they lost to Washington State in Madison. Yeah, they gave zero value. To that win, but yet if that happens to another team like Texas is ranked despite losing, Texas lost. Yeah, their only win is against ULM. This is a sham, and I want you to know that people. All right, it's an absolute sham. Call one eight hundred pick Dundee, and we'll talk about it. Beating all right? a good team is, I guess, getting less value than be losing to a great team close. Yeah, it's all bullshit. bullshit. It's just a bunch of bullshit. That's why you need a large playoff. And anyone that says otherwise is a fucking moron. All right. Uh, anyway, Nick, what are you doing here on this one? Uh, Colorado State, Washington State in Pullman, sixteen and a half points. You know what? A reoccurring th- theme of this week is that what do you do with the teams that had big upsets last week? I, I actually took Colorado State. I, uh, I think give me a forty-two twenty-eight final. Washington State gets the win. Colorado State gets the cover. Colorado State is not where I thought they'd be. Obviously, it's going to take Norvell a bit more time there. I guess I'm going Washington State here. I'm not going to bet this game, but uh, I think in general, it's interesting on what you do with the teams that had big wins last week. Patty, see what are you doing? True. The only thing that scares me away from this is the two wins that Washington State has have. They scored 24 and 17. The spread is 16 and a half. Kind of tough to cover that if you're not able to score much more than that. So on that alone, I'm going to go Colorado state. There you go. Ram it. Uh, All right, folks. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by run your pool. Yes. Right now, run your pool has got a VIP. All right. And you want to be a part of that VIP. 
a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. Uh, and let me tell you, entries to our exclusive weeks, week one and week two pools with guaranteed five thousand dollar payouts, as well as season long pool with uh, with a guaranteed hundred k. They're giving away a hundred k, people. What are you doing uh, right now? I mean. Use the promo code SGPN VIP at uh, runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off your first month of run your pool VIP. Once again, that is code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. Uh, it also has a bet tracker, which I love. It keeps track of all your bets, organizes it for you. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by sling TV. Yes. It's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You could stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You could pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offer sling the live TV. You love for a price. You'll love try us today. All right. We are back. We're getting into the thick of this Liberty, the libs, the <laughs> flaming libs are heading down to they're heading down to Winston Salem. Take on Dave Clawson and Sam Samuel one Hartman. Talk about a clash of cultures when the fans from Liberty go down to Winston Salem. Yeah. Which I don't know if you know is historically a little uh on the fruitier side of things. Is it? I don't yes. even know that. Boys anyway, Town. It's West Hollywood in North Carolina. Is that true, NC Nick? <laughs> I don't, I've never heard of that. I mean Oh, I've definitely <laughs> Lake heard of Forest, that. <laughs> Lake Forest is a, a yeah. small private college and sounds like a recipe for uh <laughs> fruitation, if you ask me. Anyway, let's oh, go. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> Liberty's catching 16 and a half. Uh, don't know the strip club scene in Winston Salem, but Hugh freeze is excited to go down there. Um, I'm taking Liberty plus the points wake wins. Give me a 45 uh, 31 final Liberty covers Nick. I'm going wake, but I'll be the first to say that I've been off on the flaming libs all year. <laughs> so I might not be the person to listen to in this game specifically. All I know is that, yeah, I was on UAB last week. UAB lost four four fumbles. I know Wake is going to be a lot more careful with the ball. They just have one turnover in their first two games. Give me Wake Forest at home with that offense cranking the cover. Patty, uh, I'm going to disagree. I think Liberty is a decent squad. I think they um, beat Southern Miss, which was impressive, and Southern Miss had a decent performance against Miami. They beat UAB. Liberty. Better than what's the spread again? We said it was sixteen, 16 and, a half and a half. Currently, I think they get it, and it's close though. Mm, okay, we we Hawk is exactly correct. Asheville, yes, but uh, according to what Patty C said, uh, Winston Salem, maybe he's getting con- confused. I don't think Winston Salem has yeah. any like. He's been shot. He's been them. he's been sunbelt shotgunning <laughs> beers. So I mean, I don't know what the hell he's Asheville, talking about. I have heard is uh, progressive as well. So <laughs> with the Salem, not maybe not quite. Not so, so much, much progressive. Asheville, I, yes, I'm absolutely uh, sure of it though. Maybe what, what sizzler did you go do over there? <laughs> Hello. Uh, next up, Marshall heads to Bowling Green, Ohio, to take on the Bowling Green Falcons. Scotty Leffler. Oh, uh, times are getting tough. 
Is the team going to quit? Are they going to rise up for him? Either way, Marshall Rasheen Ali is back. Wow. They did. They beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame without Rasheen Ali. Uh, he's back now. He's back. And, and they got a uh, yeah, LeBorn LeBorn. That's yeah. a backfield right there. So Marshall is laying 16 points. I got a feeling much like East Carolina that Huntington, West Virginia was partying their ass off all week. Give me Bowling Green plus 16. Sprinkle some on the money line <laughs> plus five twenty five. Let's go Falcons. You know what? It's been a while. Let's lock it up. Give me Bowling Green plus sixteen. They're gonna win. They're, look, they won at Minnesota last year. This is the one. They're gonna rise up. Give me the plus sixteen. Were they C? up seventeen seven at the half or close to the yeah, half against, against UCLA. UCLA on the road? They're getting them in the Doit this week. Yeah, nobody goes into the Doit. I think you might be right. I think I got a ride, uh, Marshall. I mean, uh, uh, Bowling Green. I don't think I have the cojones to call the money line, though. <laughs> you gonna lock it? I won't lock it. No. Uh, Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah, like here's where this game differs from the other big upsets because App State big upset they play at home. Washington State big upset they play at home. Marshall big upset on the road they play on the road again. Back to back road. How do they get up after beating Notre Dame in South Bend? How do they get up to play at Bowling Green? At the Doit. At the Doit of all places. I've, and I've driven by the Doit, and it is right <laughs> off the highway. There is nothing cool about it. It's going to be empty. I just think it's a sleepy environment. I'm going to take the point. That's why you get beat at the Doit. Yeah. It's not because yeah. it's a raucous crowd, it's because you're actually asleep. The opposite. <laughs> right. Uh, let me say this too. Marshall up leading up to the game. We're so excited about playing in Notre yeah. Dame. It seemed like online. So let down seems really possible. Yeah, here. let's Definitely. go. Let's go next up. Hail state. Mike one leech traveling into Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where he's one to know as a head coach in the sec, Mississippi state, hail state's laying two, two and a half. Actually, as I'm seeing it right now, uh, folks, give me, give me Mike leech to get it done. Hell state. <laughs> Break out that cowbell, baby. Patty C, what are you doing here? Who? Back at home, back in Baton Rouge, 3 p.m. Is that Pacific or what time is that? Yeah, oh, Pacific. Pacific. So yeah. that's getting in the nighttime on the no. central no, time. No, no, no. That's oh, 3 p.m. over there. Local. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Noon Pacific. So I just, because of that, I think there's not enough nighttime vibe for LSU to take advantage of that. The people won't be drunk enough. Um, so I'm going to ride Mississippi state. Actually. No, I think I'm wrong. I think it is. I think it's a night game. 3 PM. Oh. Yeah, no, it is a night game. It is a night game. It's six o'clock in Baton Rouge. Ooh, my apologies. Ooh, 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 ooh. Nick, what are you doing I think here? That's enough for me to switch my pick. You're going LSU. Going to go LSU. Mm, Nick, what are you doing guys? I've been locking up Mississippi state every week. I'm going to do it again this week. Uh, I mean, will Rogers is completing almost 80% of his, of his passes. Over 750 uh, yards and nine touchdowns through two games. And I'm going to say right now, Mississippi State might have the best defense in the SEC West. And mm. you know who else resides in the SEC West? Mm. Arkansas, Sam Polpork Pittman. Um, <laughs> them too. You locking it up, Nick? Lock it up. Mississippi State rolls Ooh. down into the bayou and gets the dub. You know what? You guys, I've been fading or not fading Mississippi. I think I have been fading Mississippi State enough already, and it's bit me. So even though this is at nighttime in Baton Rouge, I think I am going to ride uh, Bulldogs with you. Hail, Hail State, State, baby. Hail yeah. State. 
Campbell's chunky soup is at ECU. Mike Minter. ECU is laying 30. I'm laying the 30. Let's go. Nick. I'm with you. Patty? Sure. I just had <laughs> I had to sandwich that for all these you fans out there. <laughs> Duke is taking on North Carolina AT. I'm sorry, Terrell Furman Jr., good friend of the program, host of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Host of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. He's been on this show countless times. But I am locking up Duke minus twenty seven and a right half. I'm right there with you. I'm Triple gonna... lock, Nick. Triple lock, and I'm not sorry, Terrell Furman. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, Rose. Let's go. Lay the twenty seven and a half. Mike Elko's team is super prepared. Mike Elko doing a fantastic and job. Let's in not Durham. forget Mr. Roper doing his part. There you go. That offense looks good. W- uh, Will Rogers for Heisman. Pat Kappa. Mmm. Interesting. Mm, they, they, need, they need a couple big wins first. Yeah, it comes down to will, wins that and would losses. Start, that would start this weekend. Yeah, uh, you're right. Arkansas State is heading to the Liberty Bowl, just 45 minutes away. I was actually impressed with Arkansas State last week against Ohio State, despite them getting their ass kicked. Uh, Memphis did an impressive job itself in Annapolis, taking care of Navy. It's the Liberty Bowl. Uh, these te- these schools are close to each yeah, other. Yeah, they're right? rivals. They're rivals. They're uh, fourteen and a half points for Arkansas State. That's too much. Give me Arkansas State plus the points. Welcome to the fucking land down under. Mm, interesting to lock against a team that just won what th- uh, thirty-seven to thirteen against Navy. And Navy uh, lost to Delaware in week one. True. Hmm. But Memphis's only loss was to Mississippi State, who I think is pretty good. Like. I'm taking the points here, but I don't feel that confident because I don't know exactly who Memphis is yet. We've entered a, a lock territory for me, just FYI. All right, highway through the danger zone because I'm locking up a lot of games right now. Patty C, what are you doing? I don't man? know what to do on this one because they did whip or uh grambling by 55. You're right, even though that was a 45 to 12 game, Arkansas State was leading early in that game yeah. against Ohio State. Um, which is usually a pretty good indicator that of the quality of team they are. They got slapped against Mississippi State. I guess I'm right. Arkansas State on the road though, fourteen and a half. I wouldn't touch this with a fucking ten foot pole. Um, I'll fuck fuck it. I'm going. I'm going Arkansas State. Let's go Arkansas. Going Arkansas State. Uh, Charlotte travels to Atlanta to the place where, um, uh, Dale Murphy used to hit dingers. Why can't I think of anyone besides Dale Murphy and Terry Pendleton? There's other players that were on that team that could hit dingers. Fred McGriff, McGriff, the yeah, crime the dog. Crime dog. Uh, Georgia State's laying 19 and a half over a win bet. I am locking up Georgia State minus 19 and a half. Charlotte's the worst team in the nation. Them and Hawaii should play in the shit fest, and uh, should be a bowl. Patty, see what are you doing here? Yeah, Georgia State, and uh, I feel like I'm just I'm not tailing your locks. But you're right. A lot of the time here, Charlotte sucks ass. Georgia State looking better than twenty points, better than Charlotte. Nick, especially I don't know how anybody chooses Charlotte right now. But Georgia State, as much as I think they're a very solid team, they don't like blow opponents out. I'm taking the. I'm sorry. I'm laying the points, but I'm not going to lock it up. All right. Well, next up we go to Raleigh, where NC State is laying ten points. I got it at ten and a half, but it's ten currently against Zach Kitley 
Joey McGuire and the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and that is too many points. Give me Texas Tech. Lock it up. Texas Tech plus ten. Sprinkle some on the money line. Plus three hundred. NC State's fool's gold. This guy's firing off locks left I and told right. Told you. <laughs> We're in the danger zone right now. Three locks in a row. Patty, see what are you doing here? Uh, I'm gonna tone down the lockage, but I am gonna take Texas Tech. That was impressive I mean, against Houston. And what has North Carolina State done yet? They got lucky to beat ECU. They beat Charleston Southern. They're all, I think they're still living off the hype here. I think they're still living off the preseason hype. I think they win this, but this is a back and forth affair here. Give me the points, dude. I don't get it. I am seeing, I want to say CBS or one of these major publications still projecting them into the playoff. It's like this team beat ECU by one point and got lucky to do that. They're it's almost not- like the national media doesn't watch all the games. Yeah. Yeah. Something or like all that. the games or any of the games. <laughs> right. uh, next up Akron, the zips in this filthy game I was talking about where Tennessee paid army a million dollars not to play them. Uh, Farms, What's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tennessee's are little bitches for that one. They're little bitches. <laughs> all right. And there's no, no duck in it. All right. Uh, Akron's terrible. And you replace them with that. This is what's classic. Michigan state was supposed to play at Boise state this year. They paid Boise state not to play that game. They replaced them with Akron, which happened last week. Tennessee did the same thing. Akron is just collecting these, these checks. <laughs> Who, who's going to be next? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And this by is- the way, I'm laying the points with Tennessee because Akron's horrible. Yeah, uh, they are. Yeah. I'm laying the points. Tennessee's going to win 61 to, to three. I think I made the mistake last week getting cute and trying to take the points with Akron against uh, against Michigan State. Not this week. Give me Tennessee. Can we just go ahead and say that you know, thinking that uh, homeboy from Oregon, what was his uh, Joe the, Moorhead? Yeah, Moorhead coming out and being a stud coach that's going to turn around the Akron program immediately was maybe I mean, a little premature. But he also played Michigan State. Like, l- look at that schedule. <laughs> Sure. He's getting, I, I think that's a fair statement, Patty, because somebody else over here had them doing bigger things. Hey, and I think they Spooner. will. You got to remember 30 to 23 in overtime against St. Francis. That's the same thing Leipold did at Kansas last year in game one against South Dakota. They got the win there. All they need is two more. And guess what? Bowling Green is on that schedule. Guess what? Buffalo just lost to Holy Cross. Bowling Green lost to Eastern Kentucky. Two FCSs. Fuck you. Oh, oh. And, and and we're we gonna get, hit we that. Cash are over. That's true. I think I think both sides can be right here. There we go. It's a little premature, is all I'm saying. Uh, but it takes time to build your offense and get that shit installed. That said, what's the spread on this one again? 47 and a half. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking points. If Michigan State can do it, that explosive offense in Tennessee can do it. I'll ride with the Volunteers. Toledo, the Rockets, Patty C's boys heading to Columbus, getting thirty-one in Columbus. It's too many points, I guess. Eh, give me Toledo plus thirty-one. No, no. Give Here's me Ohio, Ohio State. State getting this thing rolling. Uh, give me Ohio State minus thirty-one. Smith I'm Smith yeah. and Jig was still out. Is what's what's the status on his I think injury? He's questionable. Questionable. My guess is that he doesn't play this week. They beat Arkansas State by thirty three. This spread is thirty one. I'm going Buckeyes at home. So we are going Buckeyes there. Okay, Jacksonville yeah, yeah. State. Rich Rodriguez heads into Tulsa, Oklahoma. They're catching nine and a half on the road in Tulsa. Patty C, what are you doing here? You going with your boy? Yes. Locking guess. it? Are you locking this? Fuck yeah, I'll lock it. 
There you go, Patty C. Locking up the Gamecocks at the Golden Hurricane. Cox and a Golden Hurricane. Hey, I will take. Sounds like a good time. Well, I will take Jacksonville State to me, too. But. I think Jacksonville State will cover. All right, Nick, what are you doing? I don't know, man. Your uh, your lawn chair of the year, Davis Brin, has actually been slinging the rock around pretty good this year. I'm gonna lay the points. Hmm. Impressive. Wait, Tulsa's uh, so far. One and one, a loss to shitty Wyoming, and escaped against a whatever Mac team in NIU. Are they really Mac that champs? Meanwhile, three and zero, oh, uh, Jacksonville State, Rich Rod, motherfucking Riguez, nine and a half money line. This shit. There's mm. a bigger plus two seventy five on the money line people. Money line that shit. Missouri State. Oh my gosh, Bobby Petrino. He's going back to the scene of the crime in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And you know what that means, people. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Bobby Petrino is back. He is back in Fayetteville. He's getting 23 points against Sam Pulled Pork Pittman. I'm laying it. I don't think Missouri State, this Arkansas offensive line and, and this run game is going to be too much for Missouri State. Give me the Razorbacks. NC Nick, what are you doing? I'm going to take the points, actually. I think Arkansas has got off to a very nice start beating two quality opponents. I think this is a game where they kind of take a breath. Take a step off the gas, and it's a little bit closer than expected. Is a tough one. I think you guys are both right in thinking that it could go either way here. Uh, Arkansas hasn't been blowing teams out, but here's the thing: Missouri's hasn't been. Missouri State hasn't been blowing teams out, and they're playing much worse competition. So I guess I'm gonna lean Arkansas here. Mm, mm, lean it, lean it. Um, Eddie George and Tennessee State head into uh, Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Nobody goes into Johnny Red Floyd Stadium and gets a dub. <laughs> all right. Uh Rick Stockstill. Hey, the MTSU fans bitched at me all offseason saying he's not a good coach. Their athletic director disagrees. He just got extended. Shout out to Rick Stockstill. Laying 21 points at home against Eddie George. I'm gonna follow that momentum. You just partied, partied hard, got a big paycheck, wife's happy, life's happy. Give me, give me, uh, give me the Blue Raiders. Hicks for Heisman, minus 21. Can we give a little credit to uh, Eddie George's Tennessee State team for playing at Eastern Washington and, then and Jackson then State, Jackson right? State at neutral site locations? Kind of impressive going after it. That said, Middle Tennessee did get their ass completely whooped by James <laughs> Madison, but they recovered nicely against Colorado State hosting Tennessee State. I think they get. I think they cover twenty-one. It's going to be close though. Nick, I was going to say, not a very good coaching job week one against JMU. Hey oh. Ooh, ooh, I'll, ooh. Take, I'll take I'll take the points I suppose. Uh all right, we talked about I uh, earlier in this episode our favorite locks. This one I think is probably my favorite lock of the day. Central Florida travels down to Boca Raton to take on Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic is getting 8 points in Boca Raton. I think Gus Malzahn yeah. realized he outcoached himself. Yep. And I think you're going to see UCF kick the ever living shit out of uh, the Florida Atlantic Owls. 
I'm laying the eight points. Lock it up, and I am betting the fuck out of this game. Uh, so I am rolling with you, dude. You're seeing it the same way I am. Yeah, Nick, you coming with us? Triple lock it, but it took me a little bit longer to come around to that side. UCF minus eight. Get the bet in now. This shit's gonna go up it's because not I, all the action I got in on this. It's What's not it? that Florida Atlantic has looked bad. Well, they it, lost at Ohio, so yes, they have. Okay, bad. yeah. I mean, but two and one so far. A three-point loss at Ohio. They kick Charlotte's ass. Granted, everyone's doing that, but uh, I think you're right. UCF on an entirely different talent level, and it was pretty apparent yeah. that Malzahn was uh, out. What, what was it? What you call? He outcoached himself. Outcoached yeah. himself. Yeah. Michigan State travels to Seattle. Do a little sailgating. Mel Tucker catching three and a half currently. Just a gigantic game. This is a big game. Washington laying three and a half. Uh, you know the Huskies are. I would say they're pr- been pretty impressive offensively with Penix. I'm taking Washington minus three and a half. I've been saying this all year. This 47. is forty-seven point five points per game. Granted, against not quite elite competition here, Kent State and Portland State, but. But even Kent State and Portland State is better than taking on Western Michigan and Akron because Kent State played for the MAC championship, Portland and Portland State. State is better than Akron. True, true. Uh, yeah, no. Washington has been impressive. I think they're a threat to play in the Pac-12 championship this year, hosting Michigan State, who's also been impressive to this point. Just a fucking massive game. And what we don't see right now is that if both these teams have big years, this could be a data point that pushes one you know, into a, a critical spot here. Mm, mm, mm. I agree. I agree. Uh, NC Nick seems to have to, uh, he caught an audible. Had yeah. a, I think uh, had to, had he's 42 to years old. He's got a lot of shit going on in his <laughs> life to quote Tom Brady. Uh, Nevada's catching 23 at Iowa. Patty C in not. Iowa city. Spencer mm. Petrus has like 12 yards passing this year. And Brian Ferentz is being made fun of by Bob Stoops. Apparently, uh, in a way, in a sick, twisted way. NC Nick, what are you taking? Uh, NC Nick, what are you taking in this Michigan State Washington game? I'm going to Washington. I I loved it when Washington was getting points. It's switched now. What's the current spread now? Three, three and a half. Three. three and a half. I'm gonna lay off at that. Uh, I bet this early in the week, like Sunday, when it was plus two and a half. Washington. I think Washington wins, but I'm not going to go over three there. I'm with you. I didn't even make my bet on that. I'm I'm taking Michigan state plus three and a half. All right. Nevada heads to Iowa. I was laying 23. It's getting, it's getting hot in, in Iowa city. As far as the offensive, I was everyone giving him shit. He's one and one. I don't think he's zero and two. All right. Yeah. Sure. They only have one offensive touchdown <laughs> from a drive that was 19 yards long, but still little details, little details. Still, don't worry about it. Look, he's only got 20 years of fucking history. 22 years of history. None of which has been particularly impressive, but no, from a win standpoint, we're talking been. about Kirk Ferentz yes. or Brian Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz. Okay. Uh, I was laying 23. Guess what? They win by 24. Nevada <laughs> sucks. Let's go <laughs> 24. Nothing. Yep. Probably <laughs> Nevada probably. does I think, suck. I think I agree. I mean, there's a chance Nevada's still really bad. Even if they're two and one incarnate word, just put up 616 yards. I told you Lindsay Scott's a beast. (laughs) Going to make Brian Ferentz look like freaking Kitley. Yeah. I'm on on Iowa here. Actually, Patty. 
Oh yeah. I'm on Iowa too. I think their, their own basketball coach making a cameo uh, (laughs) shitting on him should be enough motivation for him to open up the playbook a little bit here. Let's go Hawkeyes. Pittsburgh travels to Kalamazoo revenge game. Guess what though? Pitt might be doing this without Keaton Slovis. Narduzzi kind of keeping that hush hush. Uh, Pitt's laying 10 and a half in Kalamazoo. I was impressed with Western Michigan at uh, at Michigan State. Now, I think they bounce back here. Give me the ten and a half in the Broncos, Nick. I've actually seen it down to ten, and I'm going to lock up Pittsburgh regardless of the Slovis situation because it's not going to happen two years in a row. Pitt may have overlooked the Broncos last year big time, but if you look at the line play, I mean it's it's going to be in Pitt's favor. Big time. So I'll lock up Pitt on the road in Kalamazoo. Give me the Panthers. It's easy to see a tide turn. All right, you convinced me. Give me Pitt. Don't know if I'm locking Give it, but Pitt, I am. Though. I'm not going to lock yeah. it. Uh, I switch. I'll take Pitt then. Ten and a half. The little hook there. SMU, the Mustangs travel to uh, College Park, Maryland to take on the Terps. Uh, Maryland's laying three. What are we doing here? I am going to go Maryland. I think Maryland's going to win this game. I think Maryland. I don't know. I don't have a great feel on this, but give me Maryland. Fade Loxley. Fade Loxley is over. Not here. Not here. Look. Yeah. So starting th- starting with Big Ten play. Fade Loxley. SMU's played North Texas and Lamar. There's nothing to see there, so I'm on Maryland. I, I don't have a feel for this game. Maryland it could be an upset. I'll take Maryland at home, I guess. Yeah. South Florida heads to the swamp. Jeff Scott's last chance at swamp ass. Because he's gonna get fired this year. Uh <laughs> The Gators are laying twenty four. Will AR fifteen go off in this game? Um, I didn't know what to do here. I took the twenty four because I thought maybe the since the guys weren't recruited by Florida, they'll play up. I don't know. I don't have a great feel on this game. Give me South Florida plus twenty four. I think I got it at twenty four and a half on the on. But still, Nick, what are you doing? I'm gonna lock up Florida. I think uh, I love the fact that they lost last week. This game last year was in Tampa. NC Nick locking up the game. Last year it was 42 to 20. And like I said, Florida coming off that loss, they're going to try to show up. I mean, what has South Florida done? They lost by 30, uh, 29 week one at home to BYU. It's a much and better team than Florida, in my opinion, or a okay, slightly, well, slightly well, better team than Florida. Well, last, last year at the, or I'm sorry, last week at the half, South Florida was up 14 seven against Howard. <laughs> or, uh, okay. USF so, was, yeah. 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 I like Florida here big time. I think they roll mm. 24 points mm. at home. You're, uh, you're probably right. I don't know. In state action. I got a feeling. I got a feeling South Florida is going to keep it a little closer. Going with them. I'm going with the bulls. Lafayette. I think La- South Florida usually keeps it close against central Florida. That's their rival. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think university of Florida, just big brothers just slaps them. You're probably right. We'll Lafayette see. longest winning streak in the nation. They head to Houston, Texas, take on the rice owls. My lock of last week, they cashed in as they destroyed McNeese. Uh, Lafayette looked a lot better and the, the, they were down 14, nothing to Eastern Michigan. And they scored, I think they went on a 49 to seven run <laughs> uh, for that reason alone though. No, I still think rice is better than what we think. Give me rice plus 12 in Houston, Nick. Hey, look, if you go back to our conference USA preview, I said the, the surprise team was the rice. I mean, not that they were going to contend for the, the uh, division or, or the conference, but I thought they could maybe sneak into like 
bowl contention and get close to that mark. So uh, I do like them to cover the 12. Louisiana was definitely sluggish last week. It's at rice. Louisiana still probably wins, but they win. I don't know, like 34, 24 or something. Yeah. Patty, you guys are overthinking this. This is a 13 and one team versus a four and eight team from last year. The spread is 12 points. Lafayette easy. Come on. Mm. Lock it up. Mm. Lock it up. Lock it. Sure. Fuck oh, it. <laughs> Patty C locking up the raging Cajuns. Shout out to Brian Mitchell, former raging Cajun. Um, but we got a little rivalry game here. UTEP, New Mexico in Albuquerque dream style stadium. UTEP is laying three wrong team favored. Miles Kendrick is can actually complete a pass despite his offensive line getting destroyed by Boise. I was kind of impressed with what I saw from New Mexico on Friday night. You mean New Mexico plus three sprinkle some on the money line. I like the plus one thirty angle of the Lobos at home. Nick can't say that I watched the late game last Friday night. Uh, but I think, I think UTEP is just further along as a program right now. So I'm going to, I'll lay the field goal. Patty. Mm. UTEP been okay. I guess so far, New Mexico state keeping within 17 against or New Mexico, rather keeping with 17 against Boise more impressive to me. So I'll go New. I think you're, I don't know if they're the right, the wrong team is favored, but I think New Mexico covers three at home. I agree. UTSA, the Roadrunners head down to Austin, Texas. All right. Roadrunners just beat a triple option team in New York. Oh, I am so excited to meep, meep all over the field here. Give me UTSA plus 12 and a half in Austin. Please tell me you're going to money line this one. Yes. Sprinkle some on the money line plus 340. <laughs> this would be so, so they, fucking Hey, great. what did Utah State do after playing Alabama? They took on Weber State. An FCS team and Weber State beat them 35 to 7. There's a record. This is a real thing. Teams that play Alabama the next week, they suck. Well, right? when you get there, both there, your quarterbacks injured. Yeah. And there's also a real thing about teams that play against the triple option and then they have to play the next week. True. Mm. There's also things about uh players that aren't recruited by the University of Texas or the the the, the school in the state. They take it personal. Weren't, weren't we impressed by Texas last week? I was, but I thought, Hey, I actually, I actually kind of, you know, the more I thought about it, even though I locked up Texas or Bama, I, I thought, you know, I could see them showing up for a game. Daryl Royal Texas, stadium eight at night. I thought the Texas defense looked legit last week. I'm, I'm going to go Texas here. I feel, I feel pretty good about it. I'm on the road runners. Patty. See what are you doing? Spreads only 12 and a half. I don't know. I, I guess I got to go Texas based on last week's performance, mm. but UTSA been playing pretty good ball. Mm. It's a good game. And, and yes, three out of two where we were all impressed by Ewers, but obviously he's not going to be there this week. We all know that, but still I think Hudson card is decent enough. And I think I, I was impressed with the team as a whole. I agree. Texas looked great. Uh, they were probably you know, a know, better team than Alabama. Last they've beaten Oklahoma recently. But yet the, they can they can do it for one game. They've always been able to do it for UTSA? one game. No. Uh Texas. Texas can always do it for one game. They almost well, beat LSU. They almost beat LSU the year LSU won the Natty. That's and true. They, they that's what Fair they enough. do. They show up for one game. Yeah, when you have the talent, you can bang with the big boys for yeah. one game, but the coaching and the the program culture yeah. is what makes it Sarkeesian saying week out. We, we didn't lose this game. We just ran out of time. Yeah. I don't like that. All right. That's a bitch. Fuck Nick Saban would have said we lost every <laughs> element of this game. 
point. Good point. <laughs> Louisiana Tech heads into Clemson. Clemson's laying 34 and a half. That's too, I don't think well, I don't know. You La Tech's defense is trash. Uh, I was about to say, I don't know that Clemson can score 35, but I'm taking La Tech because I think they will score. Sonny Cumbie will dial up enough. They'll get 14 points. Give me La Tech plus the points. Nick? It sounded like too many points to me. Clemson wins like 38 to 10. I want to take a quick peek, real quick. La Tech's offensive performance uh, 24 points against Missouri, 52 against uh, Stephen F. Austin, who does suck ass. I think that's too many points. I'll ride with you. Uh, Montana State, the Bobcats almost won the FCS national championship. They head into Corvallis, Oregon State. Luke Musgrave, their star tight end, is not available for this game. Uh, but at the same time, Montana State is dinged up at the running back position. Uh, and Oregon State has a few other injuries as well. Oregon State laying 13 and a half. My beeves are 2 and 0. Oh. Too many points, though. Give me Montana State plus 13 and a half. Oregon State wins, I don't know, 28 20. This is a heater FCS versus this is. power five game. Shout out to Oregon State. This is what I mean. Michigan's plays. Michigan plays what? Hawaii, Yukon, and Colorado State. And everyone thinks they're the best thing in the world. Oregon State sitting over here, Boise, then at Fresno, now taking on Montana State. Yeah. It's like two different worlds. And we don't Better need a large teams. playoff. Yeah. Almost all three of those teams could be power five decent programs. Yes, all three would whoop. I, I would honestly lay 21 points against all of Michigan's competition. If it's Boise, yeah. if it's Fresno or if it's Montana state, I would lay 21 against Hawaii. Uh, maybe yeah. not Colorado state, but Hawaii and Yukon certainly. Yeah, I agree. Let me ask you this. Does Boise go bowling in the ACC? Yes. Yes. Does Fresno go bowling in the ACC? Yeah. Fresno could win the coastal. Does Montana go bowling in the ACC? Probably potentially. Yeah, I think they're There's right basically there. Basically, yeah. three like power five programs in their nine conference, even though none of them get that credit. Uh, Why the hell are we picking on the ACC here? This has nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay? uh, I think it's too many points, even though I have been impressed by Oregon State, but I am taking Montana. State. Nick, what are you doing here? I tend to side with the guys in the chat here. Go Beavers. Oh, Beave up. Could be right. This is a big one here. I talked about this one. Miami, Mario Cristobal. Didn't look great against Southern Miss, but got the dub as they head down to College Station. AM's laying five and a half. As much as I want Miami to win this game to make to make the pressure so crazy on them. I to see if they would actually buy out a hundred million dollar contract. Uh I'm taking AM minus five and a half. I think AM's just a better team than Miami. I don't feel great about it. I'm gonna say this will be the final score. 27 13. I'm sorry, 21. 13 uh, AM rolls. Nick? Yeah, I mean, I think the loss last week is sure is going to lit a fire underneath AM's ass. And Miami's offense hasn't looked sharp yet. We, we got, you know, the new the new offense. We got a bunch of new pass catchers to go along with Van Dyke, and they haven't seemed like they're on the same page yet. So I think uh, a lot of people are overreacting to last week. I think AM is still a a very talented team. I think they actually look good this week. Hey, 450 yards of total offense. Miami against Southern miss last week. Is that impressive? Probably not that impressive, but decent 70 points the week before Miami, I think is okay. Are they, I think, I think they're five and a half uh, 
better than a five and a half point spread. I'm taking Miami to cover maybe money line this thing. Ooh, mm. ooh, plus one eighty on that money line. San Diego State heads to Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah's laying twenty one points. I think that number's dead accurate. I think uh, it's probably going to be something like I don't know, thirty eight. I don't know. I don't know. Like 40, 42, 21. But if I had to lean one way, it's in Salt Lake City. Give me Utah to shut down this offense. It's a revenge spot too. San Diego State beat them at Dignity Health uh, Sports Club last last year. So, uh, Patty C, what are you doing here? I am still reeling from their week one shellacking by eighteen against Arizona. I thought San Diego State was going to come out hotter than that. So I guess don't say no. I don't uh, no. San Diego State twenty one is too much. Mm. Even Nick? in Utah. I went the same route, taking the points here. I know the Aztecs have not looked good so far this year, and I'm a little bit worried about our over ticket, but uh, they're not going to win this. But uh, a couple too many points. Give me San Diego State. Mm, mm, mm. Fresno State heads into USC. Jake Hayner's already made this known. I've been a USC fan my whole life, and I thought I was going to play quarterback there, but they never got back to me. Oof. Never got back to me. One of the best <laughs> quarterbacks in the nation. You know what that she, means? She never called you back, huh? She, ne- yeah, the, uh, the good old, good old Clay never called you back. That All hot, right? that hot whore who yeah. never called you back, and now you got the opportunity to take a shit on her. Fresno plus the twelve. USC is going to get the win because USC is going to lose next week in Corvallis. I'll take Fresno plus twelve. They hang in there. Last time they played in LA, I think that was a one-score game. You know they shell out when they play in L. You know, back to the Reggie Bush game. Um, give me Fresno plus the points, Nick. Yeah, I'm with you. I hope it's not a pick out of my heart, though, rather than in my head. I mean, USC's looked pretty good so far. Not well, they only beat Stanford by 13. You not know, great competition. Oh, give me Fresno, man. I want to see a ball game here. I want to see a potential upset. I want to see a great game here. I think Fresno has it in them to keep it close. Patty, I'm with you. Let's go. Eastern Michigan, my Eagles. Chris Creighton let me down last week because they were up 14 nothing. They head into Tempe to take on Arizona State. They're getting 20 points. 20 points? No. Give me the Eagles plus 20. Eagles fly high. All right. Give me plus 20. Sprinkle some on the money line. Sprinkle some on that plus 750. You know what? Fuck this. I'm locking up Eastern Michigan plus 20. Let's go. Who's coming with me? Nick. Patty C, do you remember when Colby was trying to tell us about Northern Arizona against Arizona State Week One? <laughs> I'm not buying it. Give me the Sun Devils. You know, Northern Arizona did beat Sam Houston State the very next week, and they actually looked better against Sam Houston right. State than AM did. Um uh so <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what sure that, that means, means, but yeah. See, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh Eastern Michigan beat uh Eastern Kentucky by eight, which I guess Eastern uh, Kentucky beat Bowling Green. Yeah, is looking yeah. a little more impressive yeah. now. They lost to Louisiana by twenty-eight. They're giving twenty against or at Arizona. This is a tough game to pick. Um, Eagles fly high, Pat. <laughs> I'll go. You know, Sun Devil Stadium is a hard place to play. I'm riding with Nick. We're going Sun Devils. There we go. You're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> uh, North Dakota State, the Bison head into. Tucson, Arizona to take on Jaden Delora and the Arizona. Wow. Cats Patty C all of a sudden, this is a very interesting game. I told you, this is why I am taking, this is why I am taking 
Give me Arizona upset special. Everyone's on North Dakota state. Everyone's on North Dakota state. Dolores, the difference they get the dub Nick. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a tough game to pick. Honestly, I, I kind of went back and forth here, but I settled on Arizona, the home team with the better quarterback as well. Give me Arizona Patty. I bet against Arizona. I locked against Arizona, but Delora and cowing are dynamite. I do think that white fullback from uh, Hunter Lepke. Hunter Lepke <laughs> might get his, but Arizona will pull away and get the win here. All right, we got Hawaii final game on the island. Duquesne, give us that music. Duquesne is heading to the island to take on Hawaii. Uh, this is a shit fest. <laughs> it's a hard watch in Hawaii. I'm taking Duquesne plus six and a half. Mm, I'm going opposite of that. I think Timmy Chang gets it done at the Ching Center. Ching Chang Chong. Here we go, Hawaii Warriors. Nick, what are you doing? You going with Patty your Patty C. Patty C. wants Jimmy Chang to work. <laughs> Jimmy Chang. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Timmy Chang. My bad. Uh, I'm not sure why, but you want that to work, and I don't see it happen. I'm not going to bet on Hawaii against anybody right now. Give me Duke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know you didn't mean to do that, dude, but it was funny. Um, all right, yeah, I'm on Duquesne. Give me the Dukes. Sprinkle some of that plus 200. All right, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience. This concludes our Week Three episode. Uh, make sure you give everyone a follow. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Hope you enjoyed the show. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Subscribe to all of our feeds. I mean, what NFL Gambling Podcast is going on? College Basketball Experience as that season's close to to tipping off. NBA Gambling Podcast. We got it all. Check it out. Hop in the Discord. SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/discord. Yes, and uh, folks, also check out the uh, Saturday Morning Show because we're going to go through all of our locks. There might be some differences. There might be some differences. That, you know, it, stuff changes over the next 24, 48 hours. So subscribe, tell a friend. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, week three preview and picks style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Because when you're in East Carolina, you go for it every time. The Redskins want a new stadium. The owner, Jack Ken Cook, and he wants an indoor, I heard an indoor stadium. The Redskins cannot play indoors. The only thing on my mind was pussy. I didn't come here to study. I didn't come here to study. It's easy to see a tide turn. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? My back is broken. What part? A vertebrae or or what portion? Spinal.